So as always, thank you for joining me. Enjoy the podcast. Kick back and relax. The force is strong and is with us always. And never forget. We have hope. Rebellions are built on hope. of this moment the force is strong make ten men feel like a hundred I'll take the next chance and the next you're rebels aren't you You call it the Jesse James. Jesse, a.k.a. The Bizzle. Yo, The Bizzle, thank you. <laughs> the Bizzle? Thank you, The Bizzle. Yeah. The Bizzle. All right, folks, time to jump in to the Clone Wars Chronicles episode four, the Ventress, Sidious, Dooku, all sorts of nastiness. So the episodes we're talking about here, Simi, is season three, episode 12, Night Sisters, season three, episode 13, Monster. And then season three, episode 14, uh, 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 Witches of the Mist. Yeah, dude, we're going to get into some real dark side of the forest. No uh, yep. pun. And like, literally the real, real yep. dark side of the forest. And two <laughs> things that I just want to tease right now and won't go into is, A, this the amount of world building that goes on here is incredible and uh guys we had a few uh, sound issues that you will never hear because of my amazing uh sound uh skills but simi the uh the very next three episodes after this are the mort is the mortis trilogy and so between this trilogy and the mortis trilogy coming up next is like the world building that's even though let's say let's say the people watching the clone wars and the late uh the not aughts the knots and like 2009 2010 the people watching the clone wars while it was a much lower number of people than watch the movies or even watch the clone wars now it was doing an unbelievable amount of heavy lifting in terms of world building going forward that we would see in rebels and we're now seeing in the series going forward and the other thing that we're going to talk about um is just in general the, the the expansion of the notion of the force and that there can be magic and it's not just the Jedi and Sith stuff, right? Right, right. Okay. And uh, for those of us who are into Force lore, yes. uh, these next six episodes are just oozing with it. So, like, there's a lot of interpretation uh, left to be made, a lot of canon that was created and solidified that I hope we see more of. So, it's going to be fun. Let's get into it. Absolutely, and and, and Simi, uh, just really quick, I just want to just give you a quick a quick uh, praise uh, about the Matrix um, commentary, which I love. Is that you know, like I, I've spent you know half my life thinking and talking about issues involved in that movie, and you kept us right on course all the way through. And I, I had no doubt that you'd be able to do that. But now as we get closer to Mortis Man, the intersection of religion, mysticism, philosophy, prophecy, and so forth is going to start happening here, right? And so I'm not saying we need to directly connect it to the Matrix, but a lot of those themes, the general themes, I I think are informative to what we're going to be getting into in these next couple 
trilogies of arc. So everybody, again, season three, episode twelve, Night Sisters. And as usual, uh, at, when we finish, we'll do a you know we'll we'll, we'll do a quick closing thoughts and mostly get you into thirteen. Quick closing thoughts get you into fourteen, and then at the end, if we have time and energy, we'll we'll, we'll do a little wrap up. But mostly, we're going to go straight from twelve to thirteen to fourteen. So get your uh, I guess yeah DVD, Blu-ray, digital files, whatever uh, you're watching Clone Wars on to zero 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 season three episode 12 night sisters i am going to count from three to two to one and then i'm going to say go when i say go you should hit play and simi is going to count the first like seven seconds or so of uh the the episode to make sure that you are lined up but more importantly that i am lined up with him because we've had we've had a very uh good batting average so far in in making that happen um and uh from there we're going to jump into an amazing uh trilogy that this is one simi that i've definitely gone back to and watched a lot but not recently so i'm excited to do this with you yeah dude red or blue pill you live and you learn let's get into it (laughs) you live you learn. Okay. Uh, sorry, Alanis Morissette. Um, <clears throat> 1994. Um, all right, folks. Here we go with the countdown. Star Wars Clone Wars Chronicles Episode 4 Night Sisters. Here it comes. Three, two, one, go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right, here we go, baby. Read it. The the swiftest path path to destruction is through vengeance. I definitely agree with that. Oh, these are ARC 130s, baby. Oh, I love these ships. And and how many times, I mean, I can't emphasize enough, I love this dude's voice through the intros. It reminds me of, like, the the old, like, updates in a cartoon. It's crazy that he does Yoda, isn't it? And right into it. Boom. Here we go. Right into Ventress. The ship is badass. That was an awesome ship. Trident Group One. Oh, I mean, it's not Battlestar, but animated wise, it doesn't get better than this. I love how like quietly they're all like generals too. Like individually, like they're these they go on these like crazy missions. All of them, you know, General Skywalker, you know, General Ventress. Like she's like running this shit. She's running this offense, and again, she is running this offense. So you know. Another strong female character as this uh, incredible villain. You know what? That actually looked like an epic battle star fight. That was amazing, that short bit. Count Dooku. Lord Tyrannus. Right. So everyone's good. Right. So he's Sidious slash Palpatine, Tyrannus slash Dooku. I remember when they released Dooku as a name in the prequels, and we were like, really? Christopher Lee? Dooku? But you know what? Over time, it works. Right, I can sense her powers going stronger. Who does this sound like? It sounds like Ryan oh, Snoke. There's been an awakening. Have you felt it? He's great. He's great. This guy's great. Yep. So why do you think Sidious wants to eliminate her? Uh... I mean that's that's a that's a real endorsement of how powerful she is, right? Or am I wrong? I think I, I think oh. yeah, and he he doesn't want them to overpower him because that's what happens. There can be only two. By the, the way, James Arnold like, Taylor, who plays Obi Wan, has relaunched this podcast interviewing people from the Clone Wars. It's great, highly recommended. 
He also oh, does man. ones where this he just talks incredible. to himself and does voices, which is also great. Yep, this is it's episode cr- three shit, right? This is the connect. Yep. It's crazy. This looks amazing. I want to go full yeah, screen, like, but with I'm the like, sound problems, like, I'm hesitating. Yeah. I'm, that's my problem. I'm like trying to like, like talk about it, but like, I'm like really into this, this is battle scene. Yeah. Yeah. Only Battlestar looks this good. It doesn't even look this good because it's CGI. Whereas you go full animated, it looks, you know, I mean, look at this. This is just like, you know, like the Vipers trying to protect the, the, the fleet, the human fleet. It's hilarious. And they're like, they're really in trouble. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I love that. This looks just like the emergency landing on the Galactica. Yeah. Did you ever think we could get a live action science fiction epic space opera like Battlestar on television in our lifetime? I never thought that would happen on like a station like sci-fi. I think, I think the way that they've done cartoons that they've become like believable like, and your brain can get into it. That's why I said live action. That's why I said live action, yeah. Well, but uh, even the cartoons are just as good was what I was going to say. No, like, they're in, they're I, in I some mean, ways better, but what I'm saying is to pull off characters like Starbuck and Apollo flying actual spaceships is also amazing. And was going on while this was going on. The end of Battlestar Season 3, Season 4 was going on as this was going on. Yeah. Uh, I guess maybe Gold, a golden age for space opera is what I'm saying all around. Uh Oh <laughs> God. Okay. Ventress's design is amazing because she's clearly female, but right. But beyond that, we're not really sure. She, oh, she's yeah, not, maybe. no, she's female. I mean, she's not, I mean, she's asexual as are a lot of characters. No, but look at her body. They're not even trying. I mean, that's what's great, you know? Is she's u- like Trinity in the Matrix. She's using her body, like, for her benefit. Is, is, they're not and trying her to. her outfit. That, oh, that God, skirt, it's great. That skirt is very. Yeah, she's got the like... Neo flowing robes. Yep. Mm hmm. I, I, I call that the, pe- like, petals of a flower when you see it spinning around. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. So he's just getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like sticking up for her. Mm-hmm. He's sticking up for her. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, that's great. And this is also some great choreography. I mean, they're able to do so much more. I mean, some of the fight scenes actually in episode uh, one with Darth Maul were incredible, and this reminds me of some of them, like the double team on so her. I teased on the on, on the Facebook page. The fight between Luminar and Ahsoka versus Ventress. I don't know if that's actually in this trilogy. Oh, this is straight from Battlestar. The two capital ships just blasting yeah. each other. I love it. Uh, guys, and this is all compliments. And whenever I, com- whenever I compare Space Battles to Battlestar, it's always a compliment. It looks amazing. I just love how she, like, I mean, she has to be, you know, we talk about somehow, sometimes, like, ranking the strength of certain fighters and Jedis and like where they actually stand. Like she's taking on fucking Anakin and Obi-Wan and was holding her ground up until this point. You know what I mean? Like that's pretty impressive. Yep. And then she fights Ahsoka and Luminara. Same thing. Right. Right. I mean, she's not going to beat these guys. And again, I know this seems weird to talk about with an animated character, but it's sold totally through performance. What her motivations are. We don't really know. Right. Right. 
It's not like Barris. Barris has complicated motivations that you can kind of see. Yeah, Barris is like a guerrilla, like warfare, like uh, like a freedom fighter. Well, and this is where the importance of the Night Sisters and and uh, Thamira come in. Oh my God, these ships look amazing. Simi, what could have been in the prequels? Oh, look at this. Oh, oh how cool! How oh, yes. cool! Woo! Look at that. I love oh, this low talking droid that's so calm. It's it's contrast to all the other hypermanic droids. I love how. I love how by your command. By the way, that's no, Simi. By your command is what in the original Battlestar from the seventies, the old sidelines would say with the red thing going back and forth. By your command, that is exactly what they said. Yeah, they're stealing (laughs) that. They're stealing that. Wow. George Lucas wanted to actually bring in Ron Moore to do uh, live action Star Wars stuff, but it sold to Disney before it could happen. Ron Moore being the showrunner of Battlestar. So one criticism. So Dooku just pushed a couple of buttons and all of a sudden he's available. Like, I kind of wish like he had to like mm-hmm. wait a little bit. <laughs> so one thing I <laughs> like wasn't expecting hours. when we started this semi and it comes across great, you know, uh, when we talk mostly through the commentaries is that I think I hold rebels in slightly higher esteem than you and you hold clone wars in slightly higher esteem than me. And, and I, I'm curious um, as to why that's the case. You don't have to answer that right now. I think I know why. I mean, just because I'm more I'm more fluid with this story. Like I'm more um, interested in, in the life of Anakin. So the idea that this existed uh, this way is like you know. So Kylo Ren's the worst, but for. we want a complicated, uh, likable Anakin Skywalker. Is that what you're saying? I mean, Anakin does bring balance to the Force eventually. Let's not forget. No, Luke brings I mean, balance to the Force through Vader as his tool. But you guys, okay. you guys have but to read the Dune actually, series. But who actually kills the Emperor and who actually brings, you know, they, that's that's the thing about the prophecy. It was it was just interpreted a little bit weirdly. It was just interpreted wrong. But he's he does physically bring balance to the Force. Luke, you're right, is the reason why. Uh, without their interactions, he never does what he does to the Emperor. But you yeah. know. I just want to that point out in Dune, which people deny that George Lucas stole from Dune. It's undeniable he stole from Dune, which came out in the 60s. Same thing. They tried to build a messiah for 3,000 years behind the scenes. Paul Muad'Dib Atreides was going to be the emperor. He's going to be the messiah, but causes more problems. And it turns out that his children, who happen to be twins, male and female, by the way, dude, just like Luke and Leia, end up being the true messiahs. And, and uh, I stick by my theory that while you know, if you just watch the original trilogy, you say, okay, Luke is the mes- son of the messiah. That's the son of the messiah. But I would say Leia is it, it just as important as luke when you look at the big picture real quick did she before yeah. this scene just force choke like five people at once so here we go we're on dathomir this is it this is the night sisters this was introduced at least 10 years maybe more before this and now is being brought into canon uh, this is always like. Although, to be story. fair, when Lucas and Filoni made this, they didn't know about Disney and the whole canon thing to begin with, so it's hard to separate. That's There's Talia, Talia, by the way. That's what? Did you see her? Talia. Talzin. No, that's Madame Talzin. Mm-hmm. That is Talia. Okay. The the one with the sword. This is from me playing the video the video games. She's oh, really good. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's what her name is. The 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 one fighter that's different from all the scouts. Mm-hmm. It's also one of my best friend's names. That's what I know. But yeah, that's Talia. Right. Talia. Yeah. Also, uh, Talia Ghul, the daughter of Ra's al Ghul, and the going way right. back in the Batman mythos. So, Simi, we must talk about. There was not any major on-screen sort of dark side magic stuff that we'd seen, other than maybe the force lightning, although that's been explained away as a dark side force power. This is the first, like, okay, they're manipulating the dark side, but this looks way different than Sith dark side stuff, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it is different than Sith dark side. It's like Sith mysticism. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not just pure dark side, because they have, um, definitely different abilities and powers that uh you know it's just mm-hmm. a different thing i don't know about who's stronger or who's not but they're they're able to wake the dead they're able yep. to do all sorts of things i mean look this may have been the thing that this type of mysticism may have been like what uh palpatine was telling anakin about how he could you know bring back the dead you know yep. knowing knowing the mysticism with the with the night sisters and stuff but it's not I mean, it's like zombie shit. Like, it's it's real dark magic, you know? Like, it's mm-hmm. nothing. It's nothing by the way, this is a matriarchal it. society. Can we just comment on that? I mean, oh, Savajo Press and Darth Maul are super powerful, but the Night well, Sisters the and Mother Talzin are the leaders. Yeah, they're the bitches. They're not as strong. But they do it without commenting on it, you know? This is the whole Ray thing. You don't have to comment on that she's a girl. We get it. Oh, and look at her upbringing. You could do a whole fucking book on her. That'd be better than the make, Boba Fett Ventress. That'd be a great series. I don't. Her I, and I, her master, and then her becoming Ventress. I just appreciate that the majority of female characters, if not all, in Clone Wars, Simi, don't aren't anime women. They have very normal looking bodies. I'm not trying to. I'm trying to actually not. Uh, you know, uh, over-sexualized things. I- I'm actually trying to say that they-, they try and make them look like normal human beings as opposed to anime. If you've seen anime, a lot of it who don't necessarily look like men or women look like normal human beings. So this is also another really cool lore mm. thing that's about to happen. She's a two lightsaber fighter, as we all know, but she originally had green lightsabers when she was a Jedi. So as now, as the green begins to become red, you know, then the blood flows and that she becomes part of the dark side, you know, another cool little tidbit that we've talked about before, but, and she has the red sabers. So the fact that she has dark side magic and has lightsabers doesn't make her a Sith and certainly doesn't make her a dark Jedi man. And so she was doomed to be disposable no matter what. I know this is going to seem like a weird comparison, but this is very similar to Krennic in Rogue One, which is as powerful as Krennic seems and as involved as he seems in the Death Star, he was always just a tool for Tarkin and Vader and the Emperor to achieve something. And she's not so different here because if she's not going to be trained as an apprentice, then she's disposable, right? Krennic was disposable and now she's clearly disposable for them. This is incredible. So like they're literally chanting like Israelites. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. The only thing in Rebels that's similar to this is the Zeb episode where he finds his people and they find the secret homeland. 
um, spoiler alert, similar to the end of Battlestar Galactica, uh, is one actually a gorgeous episode. But doing ceremonies with aliens, this is like the accent thing, man. Remember how we talked about like we were doing Attack of the Clones, and it was like, is it more offensive to do a Japanese accent on an alien, or is it more offensive to have no accents that aren't American or English on any of our characters, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, this is so cool. Uh, she becomes a fucking ninja. Look at that. This is awesome. They only oh, hinted that man. this in Rebels. This is way cooler than the Dathomir Darth Maul stuff in Rebels. Wow. I mean, oh, in Rebels, man. they go to Dathomir, and they all get controlled, and Darth Maul leaves, and then Ezra has to save Sabine and Kanan. That's about it. See... I love how she says perhaps even Count Dooku. She can't be for certain how strong he is with the Force. Darth Maul. Sorry. She may sense him. She may. He may still sense. Them. By the way, that needle is a direct reference to the beginning of Dune. It's called the Gamja Bar. It's the ultimate test to see if you're worthy and you have power. You either resist the pain and the fear, or you die. And that's how. That's how you, you're the difference between a human and an animal. How they test you. I mean, this 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 whole episode is just crawling with references to other science fiction properties, and for me, that's a giant positive. Wow, I'm just just in awe of like the entire like creativity uh, of this episode. It's like a whole other language. It's a whole other religion. And they're like, well, we'll just make this little itty bitty fork, and we'll but talk it about did, this. But shit. when Disney but did it decide, explain a lot. It's but, dark, man. But dude, you have to admit, when Disney did decide to make all of this canon, Dave Filoni, Pablo Hidalgo, and all those guys had a lot of work, and continue to have a lot of work to bring everything in. Which is why the the bringing back of Mortis with Ahsoka at the end of Rebels is one of the most oh, brilliant tie-ins of all time. Oh man, I'm so excited for Mortis. Mortis is yeah. so fucking cool. Yeah. We do have to do the Ahsoka World Between Worlds at some point, but we'll get there. We might need to like each have like maybe two pauses in it where we can like pause during Mortis and like talk about it. <laughs> like, there's well, I want to hear you for... because I don't understand it. I, honestly, for all my you know, it's not like I understand intellectual pseudo intellectual philosophizing. I'm not still clear what happens in Mortis. I just it's beautiful to watch. Oh, I think that. I, I think it's the physical representation of the force, you know, obviously. Well, I mean, like the, but the planet. With the is, Christian right? Trinity as well, the about. mother, you know, the <laughs> Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? It doesn't have to be Christian. I mean, things are a lot in threes. It just happens to be, um, you know, the three. And, and they're. Uh, I he think is it's a, a better. Sith Lord. It causes the balance, you know, and he's the balance keeper, and one is dark and one is light. You know, I don't know. We'll get into it. It'll I be can't fun. believe this show it's not continued. Like I, at- I just think it's interesting as shit. I think it leaves it open for a There's certain a, amount of interpretation. Is. Yeah. Oh wow, they got him. I forgot about this. I right. can't believe this show made it five plus seasons. It's so out there, even for adults. What sorcery is this? That's exactly. When, that's that's when. Uh, is it Sean Bean in Fellowship of the Ring who says, what new devilry is this right before the Balrog comes out? <laughs> but he can see him. What new devilry is this? You want to do a Fellowship of the Ring? Oh, 
maybe, yeah. I only have the super long ones, so we'd have to. I have to get a copy of the other one. Then. Oh no, we do oh, super maybe. long ones. Oh, we would. Sure. Oh, we might need to do it in two parts, though. That would yeah. be really long. But yeah, oh, I mean, I'd this love is to so. So in general, I talk about how I like the lightsaber fighting better in Rebels because you could just more clear about what's going on. And again, I forget if it's this arc or the next arc with Ventress with Ahsoka. But the fight with Ahsoka, Luminara, and Ventress was like five, six minutes long. You can totally tell what's going on, and it's absolutely glorious. Look at this shaky cam here. I mean, you really feel like these are real, you know, like they're really shooting the camera up up on these guys. That's the biggest compliment you can give to animated series is that you start seeing it as a camera and not just an animation. Let me ask you something. What the hell was that shot? I have no idea. I have no clue what's going on right now. I got subtitles. I'm listening. I'm not... I, I, this is crazy. Everything on Dathomir oh, never makes sense. In. It's kicking in. It's kicking in. It's kicking in. Okay. Gotcha. It's a, he was he was going to have some time to fight it off. No, he doesn't need to see that. Uh, there's the force them. lightning. So apparently force lightning is like a super high level skill for a dark Sith Jedi. I'm not really sure why that of all things. I guess it's it's a nod to uh, Return of the Jedi. And it's only they only do it in extreme mm-hmm. circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, that was incredible! Wow, they were pretty good. So, um, you know, if you look up Ventress or Dathomir on Wikipedia, they both are very long entries, in canon or legends, which just shows how much they've incorporated into canon from legends. God bless them. God, she is. They do make them a little sexy, though. That walk, the legs, the that's a little. It's not a matter of being sexy. It's just a matter of proportions. Yeah, but no, the the way they do the boots is kind of whorish. You know what I mean? Like they don't have to. They they could give her like a full body. You know what I mean? Wonder Woman's got what? great boots. Supergirl's got no, great no, no, boots. No, no, no. She doesn't have this thing at the. It's different. She's more modest than this. Because they want her to be evil. It's not about being tight-fitting. It's the break, where, where the break I know, is. but, Simeon, this is the other thing that men have to keep in mind, is that we also can't tell women what they should or shouldn't want to wear or so forth. You know what I mean? Yeah, but well, who's to say that this is what they are, what they do want to wear? I don't, I, don't, I don't think this is... I just am know. saying I heard way more men get offended at Wonder Woman than women. I heard very few women offended at the Wonder Woman costume. Men, on behalf of women, you know, def- men love defending women's honor without even asking them their own opinions, which I hate. I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Like I'm saying, there's no need for the break. It yeah. should be one's fluid. Like the rest of sure. them all have fluid outfits, and that's why Haley Steinfeld is break so good in the Spider Verse movie. Makes her a little Quinn sexier Stacey. and a little sluttier. Like that's what it's doing, and it doesn't need to happen. That's Simi said point. that, guys. Not me. I didn't say it. Simi said it. Oh, that's what I think it is. If you look at it, because if she's a real warrior, there's no need for the break. The break is only for style. All the other girls are wearing it one way. That makes it more. For but battle. I thought I convinced you a little bit guys. on the Ahsoka costume, which is that they're so lithe and thin and small, they can't take a single hit, so they need agility rather than armor. They need to be able to move because they can't even take one direct hit or they're done. I'm not talking about Ahsoka. I'm talking about this one. This one. All right, next, season Great. three, episode 13, Monster. Count Dugu visits the Night Sister, seeking to replace Asajj Ventress with a new, deadlier apprentice. 
So, uh, Simi, as I get on my end, just queued up for that next episode. Any thoughts on what we just saw so far? I'm just going to um, get to I, my normal I, seven I seconds. I mean, I here. think it's pretty exciting. I like some of these arcs, the way they get it going. Like, I really... That one went by super quick. You super know what I mean? Quick. Like uh, they, everything goes by. That's the thing. No, some Wars, of them drag on. Some of them drag on because yeah. they want you to get into something or they want yeah. to talk about something. But like yeah. this one, that was all action from the start. You know, yeah, it, that's a great point, man. Uh, and then we'll count into episode 13 really quickly, which is that all the Rebels episodes, for the most part, good, great, or okay, always feel about the same length because it's either a one-parter or a two-parter. But with the right. Clone Wars, when you have a great three- or four-parter, you have to make it move, 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 right? And so some They're episodes... Different yeah. parts of the galaxy, different characters, different subplots, right. you know? But, but, but so. like, sometimes it's going to feel a slow 22 minutes because there's a lot of setting up, but some, like, what we just saw was right into the act. I mean, there's so much to dissect what we just... I mean, you and I are, are almost uh, unqualified to talk about what we just saw other than our just normal film commentary. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was right, just man. insanity. What's going on? So hopefully... Okay, let's try and focus in here a little bit more on the, uh, the metaphysical craziness that's going on. Going on so i am queued up so are you at, I'm queued are, up. are you at your zero or whatever i'm at zero balance man i'm ready all right go. guys so i'm the same thing three to zero and then he's gonna count to seven once i say go and make sure we're lined up i'm at i'm at seven seconds then all right all right let me just check let me just check the recording real quick everything looking good gold jerry gold okay here comes the countdown season three episode 13 monster three two one go one two three four five six seven all right by the way your sound is great evil is not born it evil. is taught sorry no good you do you agree in. with that was kylo ren taught to be evil i think most of the time mm, it's nature and nurture right Nature yeah, I'd say 95% of the time. But, I mean, there's got to be, like, an outlier, like, with just some, like, evil ass. I believe mostly yeah. in the blank slate. It's just that it's easier to go evil with the blank slate than good. And so you have to work extra hard to teach people to be good is my personal theory. I, I guess I'm, I'm leaving the 5% of people who are just born kind of crazy yes. who don't have any empathy. And the so 5% like, of people who always will do the right thing irrationally no matter what, yeah. Right. So I'm just saying like, yeah, 95% is, is nature and nurture and that, that, yeah, I agree with that. But I mean, 5% of people might just be born because they like to see things burn, you know? That Well, that's the Joker. I mean, you know, as Alfred says in The Dark Knight, some people just want to see the world burn. Mm-hmm. And it's called nihilism. <laughs> Dude. I love this, like, negotiation she's like oh you want me to pledge my clans okay i pledge oh okay yeah so she's like i could snap your neck right now so <laughs> in the way that in the comics and in star wars rebels the inquisitors become an important tool um of the emperor uh that even challenge vader at times is that what's going on here is just that the it, during these, you know, before the Emperor is the Emperor, he's already starting to cultivate other dark side users to use for his well, own. He needs a new apprentice. That's why he's come here. And that's where that's where he got Maul. Uh, and that's where he got. 
And that this is where you come to get a dark apprentice, you know? Well, um, it's, I wonder where Darth Sidious went to find Darth Maul pre-episode one. <laughs> right here. Right. Seriously, that's what happened. He came right, here. He, he traded came here and did the exact same thing, and that's why Duke, Dooku went mm-hmm. here. And Palpatine told him to go there, probably. You know? No, 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 no. Palpatine himself came to Dathomir to get Darth Maul. According to oh. Wikipedia. And, and he, it says he traded secrets with them, which means he wants to learn their dark side magic. And we actually see at the end of Rebels at season four, he uses some dark side magic that's not typical uh, dark Jedi stuff. So he's very fascinated by the power that they wield. God, this is just fucking crazy, these next few episodes. Yeah. I mean, they're just so dark. And Can like- I give the only negative? My only negative? Is what? I generally don't like all from the bad guy's point of view mustache twirling stuff. Like I'm writing a book right now, and like the stuff from point of view of the bad guys is very little, and mostly through the point of view of the good guys. Uh, but they're handling it great with all this crazy mysticism and magic and so forth. You know, I'd argue, and not that I'm here to argue, but no, argue. I'm here to argue. Yeah. I would argue that. That sh- they're not necessarily the bad guys. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think, I don't think they're running around trying to uh, create world domination. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think mm. that's the goal of what they're doing, and I don't think that makes them the bad guys. Like, they want their planet, and I think if you want to fuck with their planet, they're gonna fuck but you this up. This is just advanced mustache twirling, essentially. What's going on? The way they're talking and their plans and their schemes. Well, they're get, they're getting back at Dooku in a in an elaborate way and in the in a way that they can get revenge because politically, I don't think they like his message because they want to be left alone. Eventually, they're going to come to this planet and they don't want him. So they're at some level, you know, again, they're separatists. Oh. You know. Uh. So this looks familiar. Bad guys. This like, looks familiar. This looks like the Matrix. Uh huh. Those pods. Yep. Oh or yeah, they baby. Look like Sabras. <laughs> yeah, Matrix mixed with Sabras. Uh, you know what I mean? The, the that's group? a deep cut for the listeners out there. Oh, there he is. So this next thing actually reminds me of Ezra's, uh, mm-hmm. when Ezra is a cadet. So can, I, can I tell you about the small things that change over time? The small things that change? Which yeah. is, if I had heard the name Savage Opress during the prequel era when I was so disillusioned and hated the prequels initially and everything about them, I would have been like, you realize you just named him Savaged Oppression, right? I mean, it, it's like the most <laughs> transparent name of all time. But by the time I got to here and I was already much more open-minded to what was going on, I'm like, oh, Savage Press. That's like an awesome mythical bad guy name. Darth Vader literally means dark father. Well, that's up for debate. That's up for debate. Vader is father (laughs) in German. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, all this shit is... Vader does mean father. Darth does not mean dark, but yeah, it's fine. But the men, yeah, the men are, are, are subservient. This is a matriarchal society. Look, they look the same, the men. They're scared. This is awesome. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
God, she's such a fucking dominatrix. It was, dude, it was the triple punch of Firefly, Battlestar, and the Clone Wars, where women became the baddest of the asses, and the men were, were subsur- you know, less badass than the women. All, in all three cases, in the 2000s in science fiction, really turned things around. In my opinion. This other great. She's so scary. But without the music and the amazing visuals, to me, this is worthless. Oh, she's good. This is all world building. What's great about Mortis coming right after this, Simi, is that on the surface, Mortis also seems like gratuitous world building, but the philosophical, mythical, spiritual, mystical, etc. implications of Mortis are so vast that it overwhelms it. Like, I think they're building towards Mortis here, obviously. They're both in the middle of the season. God, this is good. Oh, man. Notice the the uh, all drum music for the combat. Oh, shaky cam, moving the camera around, making it look real. Very impressive, Dave Filoni and company. Boom. Oh. Oh man. These are great fight scenes, and these weapons are incredible. She's just going to kill the entire force? I mean, is that the goal? I guess she's not killing them. Adaptation, improvisation, but your weakness is not your technique. <laughs> it's, it's your lack of imagination. <sighs> it's not your technique. You think that's air you're breathing? God, that movie's good. <laughs> the witch. We nailed it, dude. We nailed it. We Where totally is nailed she? It. It would have to take some kind of miracle. (laughs) Uh. Oh, see, she's talking about it. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. This is these episodes are the perfect example of a hybrid of serialized episodes and standalones. Like it's it's definitely continuing from before and pushing forward the story of all these characters and Dooku and Sidious and the Night Sisters and blah blah blah, but the sort of excessive you know world building specific world building that's going on now makes this one up middle one a standalone, which is fine because I love Rebels, which is mostly standalone episodes, so I, I'm not complaining. So these are the episodes where they also, like, you know, aren't really for kids. You know? Like, she's, like, butchering this clan. Right? Yeah. I mean, she's just butchering them. Wow. This scares the shit out of me. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome. He's a kind of a badass. Yep, total badass. He does a good job. Third challenge. Let's do it. 
He's a badass, dude. Aren't they all brothers? I don't know. It's unclear why they all look the same and Darth Maul looks like the devil. Right. All their horns are different, but they're yellow. He may just be... Maybe you're being racist? I think the biggest difference is these are all serviceable voice actors and Sam Witwer is a fucking genius when he comes in with Darth Maul. Oh, that's what I was going to say, dude, is they do such amazing stuff with Maul in Clone Wars that by the time it gets to Rebels, if you look at the Rebels episodes with Maul, they're mostly good, but they're not all amazing. But because of the setup and the performance and everything else, it's like it's always epic when Maul's on screen. You know, the one thing between... And he's uh, scarier in Rebels, by the way, because everything's scary in the Clone Wars. In Rebels, you know, it's more arresting. Oh. If you compare if you compare a new hope to episode 1, you know, you can say all the things about how great a new hope is. But at the end of the day, the fights, the saber scenes in episode 1 versus in Star Wars are incredible. I mean, he the guy who plays, right, the guy like some incredible black That's belt, the music. Like dude, yeah, yeah, I know. Our bagpipe intro to these episodes, dude, is fucking from that I know. I know. I know. I just get so amped when I think about it. Scores are incredible. But yeah, I mean, like those fight scenes are way better than any saber scene in any Actually, in any of them. Yeah. They're like, hey, John you Williams, you, b- best guy ever. Oh, oh, but now the lightsaber battle. Okay. So now that's an all-time classic. Wait, Ray's theme? Okay, amazing. Oh, Octo Island with Luke and Ray? I mean, it just he keeps coming up with stuff. It's unbelievable. Oh. Fun fact, he's wearing a kilt. Oh, he's got some game, bro. You know? I mean, he's got this. He's so is this more this Crouching long. Tiger or more Matrix? Uh, Matrix. More Matrix. This battle reminds me of uh, all the smashing. Like, that's all Matrix. Mm-hmm. You know, like, showing how strong each punch actually is. Yep. That's a Matrix. That's a Matrix. Thing. I agree. And, and I, what I like about Rebels, it's more Crouching Tiger in that the movements are more, like, the way that Obi-Wan takes down Darth Maul in, like, five seconds, and it's very purposeful the way he does it. It's not just... They both have their up their upsides and downsides. Also, the interesting... The interesting uh, Crouching Tiger would be more natural. They'd be jumping on trees and shit. Oh, you God. Know that's I mean? You know they were up in the trees there for that. They really did that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. With, yeah. with ropes and everything. Yeah, no, they, that was great. That was a great movie. I need to watch that again. I haven't seen it in years. That's the top 50. I mean, for me, in personal, top 20, top 25. I think it's the top 50 movie, top 100 movie of all time. I had a thing where I loved it for a while, and then I just haven't seen it in a while. But yeah, it's incredible. Well, because you think the story is the love story that can't happen between the youngins, but it's really Michelle Yao and Chow Yun-Fat, the older ones, that is heartbreaking. I love this. This reminds me of uh, that movie when they uh, in uh, Avatar when they. But do you see it. how they're using their sexuality as empowerment for themselves? That's what I'm saying. Like it's not so one sided. Like oh, they're wearing exploitative clothing. Blah 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 blah. They're using it for their own <laughs> desires and ends. Did this come out before or after Avatar? 
After. They took this from Avatar, then some of this Nothing. Stuff. No one took anything from Avatar. Avatar took everything from everyone else. <laughs> Avatar is the no, Ewoks with Avatar is the Ewoks with gunships, missiles, and so That's I mean, what, oh it's the Ewoks. It's the Ewoks. Whatever. You're just so critical. You don't like certain things. No, Avatar is the worst. Avatar is the worst. All right. Well, this a lot of this, some of this stuff is a little is a little Avatari. I don't think so. Right? I think this has way more to do with uh, with Eastern. Um, I don't want to just call it anime, but Eastern animation. I mean, this if is Avatar came before this. All right, you need to go watch Avatar. Yes, then you're forgetting what. I'm That's talking. not gonna happen, my friend. I love you to death. That ain't happening. All right. Well, then you can't argue about a part that you don't remember. You want me to watch the Harry Potter movies? I'm in. Avatar? Uh 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 uh. Not happening. I've tried three times. Can't get through it. Yeah, okay. Sam Worthington's one of the worst actors of our generation. And the only thing that saves that movie is Zoe Saldana. God bless her. So, what did they give Savage here? I, none of this makes any sense. There's no continuity or sense, or rationality or sense to anything going on. This is just magical mystical mysticism stuff. And honestly, the, the, well, he the, became bigger. He got bigger. Yeah, the design of the non Darth Maul male uh, males from Dathomir not that interesting to me. Just not, not. There's oh, no wow. definition to the face. They're very generic. <laughs> Wow. Right. He just became enormous. But it's great because when Maul comes in and starts bossing him around, it's all worth it. Wow. And it shows how Are we seeing Maul, Maul in these three episodes? I don't think so. Oh, God. No, he comes in later. Yeah, the men are like n- much more normal seeming than the women <laughs> who are all evil witchy w- women. These people are fucking evil as shit. Just make him kill his brother. Mm. Aww. That's sad. That's sad. I can't believe they got away with this with Star Wars. Dude, that's like rated R. I mean, right? I know. I, mean, I can't believe... Not- Dude, can you imagine how dark the fucking Siege of Mandalore is going to be? <laughs> this is incredibly dark. I mean, how old are you to watch this? Well, 13. But well, it's, it's late. It's, you know, 9 o'clock, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock on the Cartoon Network. But still. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That looks like a Klingon blade. I love that. That's beautiful. He's pretty excited about that. Yeah, I always gravitate towards the physical objects. One thing that's lost, dude, about Lord of the Rings is even with Gandalf, everything is channeled through objects, whether it's his sword or his staff or his Aragorn sword. Lord of the Rings is all about or the ring or, you know what I mean? Like, everything's channeled through objects with Lord of the Rings. It, ma- it makes it very tactile. That's what was so hard the for me to get on board. kind of... Well, hold on. That's what makes it really hard for me to get on board with some Harry Potter stuff, but also some Star Wars stuff, where it's just magic, 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 boom, stuff thrown out. You know what I mean? Like when it's channeled through physical objects, it's just more relatable somehow. That's just the fan. Also, the fantasy nerd side of me. You know, uh, full disclosure. But the Elvis shit is pretty magical. 
Yeah, the dagger is the thing that kills, you know, Mary stabs the fucking Black Rider with the dagger, the Elvish dagger, which right. allows Eowyn to stab him in the face, which normally she would not be able to do. But she also does that thing with the water out of, like, just chanting shit. She saves Frodo from chanting shit, you know, like incantations and, 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 and separating shit. Like that's The scene with Harry Galadriel Potter. and Frodo with the magical pool and the Fellowship of the Ring was i thought the balrog was when i had bought in totally to fellowship but the scene with galadriel in the pool and frodo was when i was like okay this is more than i possibly could have imagined realization of this is so brilliant i I could watch that scene over and over again i have (laughs) and do yeah you shall that's actually my favorite the balrog and some things that have not yet come to pass Oh, I might watch that when we hang out. Kate Blanchett. I mean, is Kate Blanchett as an elvish princess not the most perfect looking thing ever? Dude, Ugh. my favorite line that she does is in the beginning. And she's like, nine. Nine rings! Nine <laughs> like, like, she says it twice. Like, men who above men. all desired idiots. power. Right. Right, right. She's like, she's like nine. Nine rings. Oh no! Like, <laughs> I, no no no! Don't criticize it. That's the best opening narration. No, I'm not. It'll never be topped. It's it, so perfect. I find it hilarious. It's like because she's really flabbergasted, like about it. Like she's flabbergasted. Well, because the like, elves are, have no problems with their rings, but the men go know, immediately corrupted. Yeah. But like it's rare when like they're giving a narration in a story where they show emotion. You know what I mean? Like and even in in the tone that she does, she says it twice. She's like nine. Nine were given to these fucking Well also the nine members of the fellowship. I mean, come on, man, there's 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 symbology and mirroring going on. That's what Jesus Christ, he is a badass. I forget about this. Oh, he's gonna kill some younglings. I forget about this. This is pretty rated R. This is pretty rated R. Wow, pretty amazing how the Jedi lose almost every battle ever against the Sith. <laughs> I guess the dark side must be wow. pretty powerful, Sibby. <laughs> Who is this Jedi that just fucking lost his saber and is about to get wrecked? There's none of this in Rebels. I mean, there's a few moments, but they save it. I mean, they uh, murder Stormtroopers. Kill him. If he stabs him, that'd be... Wow. Wow. This is the problem the Clone Wars shares with the prequels is we know this is just a spiraling downward to crappiness and still no Ahsoka. Are we not getting Ahsoka? God damn it. Well, there was just a lot of a heavy Ahsoka the last few episodes. (sighs) No, there wasn't because I was complaining in our last about there was no Ahsoka. No, I mean consecutively in where they are in the series, like episode-wise. She just did a whole thing with Padme, where Padme took her under her wing and they went and met with Separatists. That was in episode 10. Then 11 was like heavy Padme. I can't believe we're doing two straight arcs of three episodes with no Ahsoka. It's, it's... Well, no, the next arc is all Ahsoka. Not here. What you, yeah, Mortis? but it's not Ahsoka. She's dead, and she comes back to life, and blah, 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 uh, blah. That's, dude, that's the most important Ahsoka thing that there is. She's dead, and she comes back to life. Yeah, to become Ahsoka. You know what I mean? Like, who she is. She's the silver princess. She's the the the, the lightning. 
the lightning lady. Like she's she's the great. She's I'm the unhappy. great lady. I'm dissatisfied. Oh, you, that's that's a you problem. A fucking you problem. All right. Can we're we do an Ahsoka a- episode after this other one? No. Please. We no, we can't. We I can't. just. I, I, I can't. I'm sorry. I can do three because it's going to be late by that point. So and we got to get It's not late. Ready. It's not even 8 o'clock, you fucking pussy. I know, but, you know, there's only so much I have patience for at a certain point. Not, I'd love to do this oh, more. Oh, you're the one without the patience my, for the Clone Wars. Oh, okay. Okay. No, it's not for the Clone Wars. It's like my brain. So, like, I just don't want to, like, start, like, saying shit I should, like, fucking regret. That's all. Like, my brain starts to shut down at a certain point, you know? Like, it just happens. Uh, hold on, Dude, we've done two and a half hour movies plus wrap-up. Listen, man. Listen. I'll make it up to you. We'll, we'll do it. The next one, the next one, we'll, we just got to plan for it. And then if we plan for it, because we had a lot of... We like, can't we do can't, heroes on both sides. We can't do comes four episodes when we had like when we had like fucking sound issues. You know what I mean? We were having no no. You sound amazing. We were having zero sound issues. No, in the beginning, in the beginning, we. It's took not all even the eight time. o'clock. So normally we start at six fifteen or six thirty with two and a half hour movies. Nine home. o'clock. Oh my god! I have dinner. We're gonna we're gonna do the we're gonna do this and then we're gonna do more and I promise we're gonna do Mortis and we're gonna Where do. She's dead and the whole time. Yeah, great. She's not dead, though. God, you're ridiculous. All right. Come on. Come on, prom queen. All right. Season three, episode 14, Witches of the Mist, blah, 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 blah. Cue up to zero. We'll do the countdown. Oh, my God. Don't be all fucking dramatic. It's a I'm great sick episode. of this mustache twirling. At least we get Obi-Wan and this Anakin. This is not mustache twirling. It's this been all different. bad guys fighting bad guys. I hate it. That's Game of Thrones. That's exactly that's what Game of Thrones is. Smoking barrels. That's... That's what it is. All right, right. guys. So queue up season three, episode 14, which is the mist. And going to count you down. Simmy, you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. The path to evil may bring great power, but not loyalty. That's true. Oh, that's so sad. Mm-hmm. Leader, leading by example is what breeds uh, loyalty. Yeah. It's scary. He's brutal. He is brutal. That was a brutal massacre. He's not wrong. Wow. Mm. Oh, Plone's like gonna fuck shit up. So you know, Matt, Matt Lanter does the voice of uh, of of uh, Anakin. He's kind of a yeah. hottie, hottie in real life. Uh, I didn't know that. But yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, because I told you how like Cat Tabor and and uh, SX kind of always would joke about how hot he was, like the hot young guy in the studio or whatever. That's so sad. <laughs> It's so sad. That's so sad. I love Plone. But fucking Matt Lanter. I love the two the first two pitch perfect movies. The third one's awful. 
But there's a very cute love story between Matt Lanter and Brittany Snow's character, the redhead. And I'm so in love with her. And they're like making out at the end of the movie. I'm like, God damn you, Matt Lanter. You can't just be good looking. You get to make out with Brittany Snow, you motherfucker. <laughs> but hey, hey a Jewish, he's a Jewish kid from thing. L.A. I can't, I can't hold it against him. Savage is like this whole other fucking thing. It's crazy. Do you know what I, I mean? I think like, the reason the so-called the so-called hardcore nerds love the fucking Clone Wars is it's as much about the villains as the good guys, and they love the fucking villains, which is great. I that's great. I I, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's not my thing, but I appreciate it. It's. I mean, I guess. I mean, but these people are, these guys are savages. His name is literally Savage. I'm going to do some Ahsoka episodes after this by myself, just to spite you and release them. I do hate this Yoda impression. I'm gonna Why do- would you do this to me? You need to schedule things more. I'm You're, gonna you do, need to schedule. I'm doing Heroes on both sides after this and releasing it uh, as part of this. You're a savage. Am I a savage oppress? Savage you are. <laughs> Am I an oppressive savage, s- savage like savage oppress? Savage oppressed? you are. <laughs> There's Obi Wan's beard that could cut uh, cold steel. <laughs> Motherfucker, Dathomir, mm-hmm. let's go. You must. I think it's fair to say the Clone Wars is a great addition and additive and corrective in some ways to the prequels, but Rebels feels more like the new universe, which is what Disney was going for, why they originally canceled Clone Wars and did Rebels instead, but also why they're bringing Clone Wars back, because then now they feel comfortable bringing it into the combined universes, right? Uh, uh, this is totally right. serious, right? Right, right, right. It's not going to look like this. Clone Wars is going to look like a combination of this, Rebels, Star Wars Resistance, like all the animation styles that they've been doing, they're going to bring into uh, the the Siege of Mandalore. It's going to be part 2D, part 3D, like Resistance, which I haven't watched, but I love the animation style of from what I've seen. So this is a good question. So he's showing, like, force powers. So is this because... He wouldn't have been at that temple in the first place if he didn't have any sort of powers. Yes. Are these the powers that the the sisters gave him? Or is it a combination of the two and 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 he's trying to pull out as much of the power as he has from obviously. This is the but, cartoon Star Wars so version of Game he? of Thrones, these three episodes. Well wait, but what is he? Let's talk some lore. What is he? Why they've is all, he they've a, all got dark why, magic why on Dathomir. They've all got Darth, dark Dathomir. magic on Dathomir. So all those, all those dudes could do... No, no, no. No, they can't all do it, but they have, some, they have the seed of the dark magic. They could move a broom with their hands or something, right? They weren't all that powerful, right? Oh, wow. Dude, when I snuck my three-year-old nephew the uh, scene of Yoda lifting the X-Wing out of the swamp, you should have seen the look on his face. He, he was like oh, Luke. Dude. Oh my! He was like Luke. He was like no, no, no. Yeah, dude. Yes. Yeah. Yes. My sister has been very restrained and not getting on me about uh, propagandizing my nephews on Star Wars. Well, you know, I'm living proof that, like, at some level, you have to let them come to you. You know, like it hasn't really been a fight. 
hasn't been a fight other well, than one of the twins relates to it more than the other. He also loves like the stormtrooper outfits and stuff. He loves the, just the aesthetic of it. It's great. Yeah, my, I, I feel like she'll like get back to it because she'll realize how cool it is eventually. Mm. You know what I mean? When she gets a little older, and then, um, or I hope maybe it won't be the cool. Well, that we do you think know, you know that you know that badass. See, some people say it's sexy. I just think it's badass that Ray shot of her sitting in the Falcon, leaning back. That I sent you. You know. Where she's just sitting in the chair, like lounging back in the Ray outfit or whatever. I mean, it's a great pick. It's yeah, a great I don't pick. Know about sexy. It, well, right. I don't think it's sexy. And I said to my sister, sort of half jokingly, can I blow this up for a poster and give it to them? She's like, maybe in 10 years or something. I'm like, blah, blah. I was like, I- I'm kind of joking around there. She's like, I'm cool with like trucks and robots. I'm like, sis, I love you, darling, but like they need to have some human, you know, people to look up to, even as three year olds. Like, it can't just be like trucks and mechanical things. You know what I mean? And so, like, you might as well start now with the Star Wars characters because it doesn't get much more wholesome. As dark as Star Wars gets, the good guys don't get much more wholesome than Obi Wan Kenobi and Luke Skywalker. Well, I mean, you start with Lego shit and then go from there. They're still a little young. Yeah, but she, uh, you know, people are going to be protective of their kids. But they love Spider-Man. And I always wear, like, my Captain America or Black Panther shirt. And as soon as they see me, give me a hug. Like, who's that? Black Panther. Who's Black Panther? It's friends with Spider-Man. What do you mean? Well, they fight together. They're friends. I mean, they're, like, they're starting to put it together already. That's great. That's great. Yeah, give it time. You have plenty of time. They're going to love it. Oh, by the way, BizzleCast listeners, mentioned this as much earlier. Simi and I will definitely be doing Avengers Infinity War before the new movie. It's just a matter of when we have the time and patience to do so. And uh, also the, uh, what's the word? Oh, I keep forgetting what it's called. Concentration. Because we jump around a lot. I, as you, as I have no problem know. being concentrated with Marvel movies. They they go by fast for me. But it, no, I mean, having enough like, to say other than we well, the Doctor Strange <laughs> theory is something you and I need to discuss before we do it. Because I think like with the Matrix stuff, oh, there's I a million. Not, I think we should not discuss before we do it. I think we should discuss what we both. Let think me rephrase. Let me rephrase. Let me let me rephrase. We should agree that talking about Doctor Strange is something we should do in the Avengers Infinity War podcast at, at some level. We have Because to. that's the one interesting philosophical thing that happens in the whole goddamn fucking movie. Correct. Thank You're you. not wrong. Okay. By the way, I've done Black Panther. I'd be willing to do Black Panther again. I do love that movie. You know they're doing a showing uh, in some theaters for free because of Black, for Black History Month? You know that it beat it was, Avengers uh, domestically? It also was nominated for, what, seven Academy Awards? Including Best Picture. And it just won a bunch of, like, SAG Awards and stuff. Yeah, it may win Best Picture. I love the taking the lightsaber away. Like, that's going to do anything. <laughs> yeah. Hey, bows and arrows. Give it to me, baby. Give me my dark elves. I love it. That's something that I'm actually... I'm Darth Vader. I mean, Anakin. I, mean, Anakin. I have some I... fantasy writers that really explore what dark elves would be like. Tolkien doesn't even really explore that. Like this, dude. Yep. Like, like this. this. <laughs> Not like this. He's such an ambassador. Obi-Wan is always He's the, the best. best ambassador. He's my favorite character. Other than Princess Leia, Obi-Wan Kenobi throughout everything is my favorite. He's the one who's like, literally, please make me kill you. Like, constantly. Like, he gives you so many warnings about, like, look, maybe we could talk about this some more. Are you sure? 
can, sure I, can, you, can I be real? Can I be sure? real? Can I be real? Yeah. Oh, he just said females are dominant on this planet. Thank you, Obi-Wan. Simi and I have been saying that for the last fucking 75 minutes. Um, right. Females being dominant. Um, Simi, can I be real for a sec? If yeah. Obi-Wan spoke up to his mind to the council a little bit more and they wouldn't punish him for it because he's Obi-Wan Kenobi, it, she might have not left. She yeah. felt totally cornered and, and he didn't, never stood up for her. And that more than Anakin, that makes no sense to me. You know, it happened so quickly. I mean, it was just such a good job. It, it does happen so quickly. And you throw in Ventress and Barris and everything and everything. And goes at, nuts. Some, at some level, like, you oh, can't so blame them for thinking that she might be guilty. You know, like the the evidence was all weighed against her. Like there was yeah. video evidence. Her character, uh, the, she was a fourteen year old that they trusted thousands and thousands of clones, legions of soldiers they trusted her with. And whether she won or lost, she always was doing the right thing or, or trying to do the right thing. What I like about it is uh, it reminds me. So I, I read a lot of Sherlock Holmes, and like a lot of Sherlock Holmes is like he's like what you do is you assume the person is innocent. You can't sit there and like, if you want to see what our justice system is based on, supposedly, right. You have to assume they're innocent. So you have to create a scenario that is likely in which they're innocent and then follow that trail. I don't like the, sorry. I don't like the Savage press. I I don't like the look of all the male, uh, Dathomirians other than uh, Maul. I, uh, it, and I wonder if they kept them all bland intentionally to help stress how crazy cool Maul looks. Sorry. By the way, here's the Toydarians. These penis faces. Here's the Toydarians who are supposedly Jewish stereotypes, which I never understood. Yeah, we don't have dicks on our noses. Like, we just have noses and dicks. I think Jews are known for having large penises as white boys go. I could be wrong about that. Yeah, I don't know. Or at know. least we hold we hold our own. <laughs> yeah. This is oh, so uh, absurd. This is such prequely stuff. I, I can't it looks beautiful, but I just can't fully get behind it. It's just so violent, like th- these few episodes. But it doesn't fit in the overall narrative. Like, it's not actually doing anything. Um, it's entertaining. But if you skipped all this and went straight to the introduction of Maul, would you lose anything? Uh, I, I do think Savage is important as Maul's... But they reintroduce uh, Savage when Maul comes into the picture, and he's way more complicated and interesting than here. I mean, I dude, know. that's I fucking like two seasons here. away still. I'd rather watch a Savage movie than episode one. Or, I mean, than episode two. I like episode one. I've told you that before. Oh, yeah. We got to do episode one. We should do episode one. He killed that guy with his hand. I, I agree I, with you, by the way. I think episode one is the most rewatchable of the prequels, even though I have Vengeance is higher. But I, I do think episode one is is more the most rewatchable of the three. Can't we? You you can we do? I want to do episode one. I mean, that would be. Right. I just said that as wipe. Well, you I, I literally no, you just said we should do episode one. You, you did didn't it say already. Anything. You did it already, didn't you? Yeah, but that person is no longer a part of the Bizzle cast. So that's I read fine. It. That's fine. I've that's done fine. Force Awakens three times, so I can do okay. episode one twice. Oh, let's do episode one. Then. 
great. And by the way, that's that was great. the great accomplishment of doing episode uh, seven the third time was your anger at Kylo Ren made it a completely different podcast, which was great. I you just, hate him I so just, much. You couldn't focus literally on anything else going on the entire rest of that movie. You were so angry at Kylo Ren. Because of your love for Han Solo. You thought Leia should be doing nothing but crying and mourning for him. Yeah. You know what? She has to lead the resistance in the last free people of Middle Earth. I don't know. She seemed pretty dull at the fact that her husband just died. I love her, but, you know. I'm gonna it was, pretend I didn't hear any of what. No, they didn't give her a moment for mourning. There was yeah, never she, a moment. She was for horrified mourning. when he died. She could sense it, and then the hug with Ray lasted like seven minutes. They were both so sad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think you're projecting. You're projecting about your own death. My own death. <laughs> and, and how your wife should mourn you. No, I will live forever. I was the one who had been saying from the beginning that Leia sent him to his death, and that's interesting. I will live forever! The dark side will flow through me. So we've got Mortis, and then Rex and the Bad Clones, which is great. And then we got Ventress and Maul at the end of the season, which is fantastic. Then we've got Saw, man. We have to talk before we get to Saw and Onderon in Season 5 if we're going to do a Sawthon or just keep, you know what I mean? Because uh, I kind of want to work in some other Saw stuff, but we'll, we'll, we, we have some time before that. Then Ahsoka and the Younglings. Then right, we have Ahsoka and the Younglings. The double and cross. The Maul double and Mandalore, and then Ahsoka framed. We're missing some good shit. The double cross just happened. That's incredible. Like, no, we're not missing anything. Really... I'm watching it and you're describing it. I'm just describing the future. Yeah, I know. We're just chatting. We're being selfish. We should be giving these listeners what they want. More commentary on this awesome saber scene. Look at this. Well, apparently uh, the listeners this, like you and I are talking shit. over each other and arguing and going in different directions at times. So I'm not really concerned about it. The listeners like ADD. My dad complained about that, actually. He was having trouble getting through the second half of the Matrix podcast because we talked over each other so much. (laughs) I was like, Dad, this is just our style. And he loves you. I mean, you're the one. He's like, you're you're one of the only contributors. He listens to all the podcasts, but he was just getting frustrated about us talking over each other. I was like, really? Was that much? God, this is incredible. Like, how powerful Dooku is. It's too fast. There's no breaks. You know what I mean? Rebels always, there's breathing within the Rebels action episodes. You know, it's really incredible. Like, they're not able to More force lightning. He is so powerful. They just said that. This is all mustache twirling. This entire hour and 20 minutes or whatever is just a giant twirl of a giant mustache. Wow. Look at that. Savage Press is just not a good physical design. I don't like him. Are you fighting both of them? Right. Oh, I remember this. Uh, 
Ventress is by far the most compelling on all levels of this whole thing, and they've actually written her out of the second half of these three episodes, mostly. <laughs> um, now we get Anakin and Obi-Wan. Okay. Matt Lanter earning his paycheck. And he is all kinds of pissed off. We'll take him together. Yeah, but he gets to make out with Britney Snow, you motherfucker. With Britney Spears? No, Britney Snow. <laughs> fuck Britney Spears Britney Snow covers Britney. Britney Spears with acapella biatch pitch perfect uh, I love the pitch perfect movies I do the Ak- excuse me Ak- excuse me I could believe it <laughs> I think pitch perfect right one is, is one of the most flawlessly executed films of all time <laughs> Let's be honest. It's an amazing movie. It's about 89 minutes, and it's flawless from beginning to end. It's one of my favorite movies. Plus, it's a Jewish guy named Jesse, and he gets to make out with Anna Kendrick at the end. God bless him. We could do that if you want. You want to do Pitch Perfect? Raina would do Pitch no, Perfect. No, I can't top my Pitch Perfect commentary. It was too good. Uh, Raina could do Pitch Perfect with us. Raina's no, I might make an exception. God, it is fucking cold out. The wind is like smacking. It was howling here like crazy earlier. People, I hope we survive this fucking polar vortex. I am sitting in shorts. I mean, we're all dead. It's just a matter of when, right? I mean. We all are dying. All men die. Not Not all men truly live. William Wallace, Braveheart. Yeah, he was an anti-Semite. You know, I'd I like think to... forget that. I think Braveheart is one of the best five movies of all time. I, honestly, I was thinking about this recently. I think Braveheart is forget Mel Gibson. Braveheart from beginning to end. I, I, let me put it this way: I don't know any three-hour movie that moves faster than Braveheart from beginning to end. It's so spectacular. There's a little bit of gratuitous violence that I don't think is necessary at many points. In that that's movie, what medieval yes, fighting good. looks like. That's that's exactly what it looked like. See, Gladiator, come on. Gladiator's a little cooler though. I like Gladiator. Braveheart's more. a better, way better movie. Even though I love Ridley Scott and Gladiator, I, it's probably because I hate Mel Gibson, but I love uh, Joaquin Phoenix and Gladiator. Mel Gibson got wasted and said some anti-Semitic things. I'm not going to lie, but it doesn't change the fact that Braveheart's a fucking spectacular achievement in cinema. Yeah. <laughs> God, this guy has a weird amount of power. Simi, we're going to need to do some standalone uh, episodes. I, I can't just do these big villain epic episodes. We, you we're, chose we're missing. You're no, I know, I know. I'm not. I'm taking responsibility for it. But we need to do some Padme Ahsoka stuff. I need some girl girl power stuff. Uh, then we should done. We should done starting an episode. We'll go back. Uh, Ahsoka teaches the academy. We'll do uh, lost Ahsoka lightsaber. And Padme. Ahsoka yeah. And Padme. The Senate and then spy. Then we'll do Senate spy. We'll do Senate spy. Yeah, we'll catch up. We also yeah. That, actually, we should do that now before Mortis because we also, Mortis. We also, we also should just maybe. Oh! <laughs> Finally, we're uh, not gonna get I, it. I told you, Maul came back in this. Hey, uh, we also could do Ahsoka book club. I mean, I wouldn't mind going back through that book. I, my, I love uh, the Ahsoka book. E.K. Johnson. She's writing the Padme book, baby. Queen's Gambit. Oh yeah. 
coming out dude, March 3rd. I'm yeah. going to be in, You better be uh, reading that. Lisbon. I'm going to be reading. And dude, yeah, Master and Apprentice is going to be great by Claudia Gray. Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon is going to be awesome. I'm going to be traveling all over the place pretty soon. You know what? I'll cut if you want to cut through the Ahsoka book with me again, we could uh we could just do an Ahsoka I've book. I've listened episode. to it twice. I know that book. I've, well. li- I've listened to it two or three times, I think. I could do it. But we also I need just, to do the 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 Saw Jin Cassian episode. We have a well. lot of fucking work to do. Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. He's so fucking awesome. All right, man. All right, man. I that I mean, I'm visually stunning, uh, aesthetically brilliant. Production great. qualities through the roof. Level of darkness nine and a half out of ten for a children's property, supposedly, but ultimately. Not enough Obi-Wan and Anakin, and I'm really sick of us doing not Ahsoka on dark, the Clone Wars. Dark, and I am taking full shit. I am taking full responsibility because the Cad Bane arc, we don't get much Ahsoka. Duchess Satine, we get no Ahsoka. Dude, Mentors I really Mo- think no Ahsoka. The Ahsoka no, the I'm sorry. We're gonna get the right amount of Ahsoka in this next one. We have to do I I don't know. I think our next one should be three or four standalone Padme and Ahsoka episodes. I think we should do Senate Spy, Ahsoka in the Academy, Lightsaber Lost. We should just chain three or four Ahsoka Padme episodes back to back because I need some low-key, like, real-world building that's not just magical, mystical, lightsaber fighting all the time, blah, 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 blah. And... Um, yeah, I mean, part of the reason I wanted to do this whole series was Ahsoka, and we've done almost none other than the Luminar and Barris arc, which admittedly so curate, is great. curate, curate, like, just an Ahsoka day, and we'll just do it. We'll just do, like, five Ahsoka. Well, I'm so telling you right now. I'm it. telling you. The Academy, <laughs> I'm telling you right now. The Academy, Academy, Heroes on Both Sides, those are from Season 3. Uh, season 2, uh, Senate Spy, and lightsaber lost. That's it. Those are the four. Ep- that's a four. It's four episodes. So Senate Spy is two, uh, epi- uh, season two, episode four. Senate Spy for Padme, and then mm-hmm. um, uh, this is announcement to the Bizzlecast listeners. And then uh, season two, <laughs> episode eleven, lightsaber lost um, uh, with Ahsoka, and then season three. Um, we'll do uh, the, the the Academy season three, episode six. We can and, we can take a minute and do this. We can spend a little time on. And then Heroes on Both Sides, uh, which came right before this, season three, episode ten, and then we'll do Mortis and everything else going forward because we can't really appreciate the amazingness of Ahsoka and the Younglings, and then Ahsoka framed and run out of town without some of these standalone character building episodes, and appreciate the brilliance of the writing and performance by Ashley Eckstein and the writing by Dave Filoni and company. Is just my opinion, and honestly, as much as I love Saw Guerrera, the Saw and Onderon episodes are not among my favorite episodes of anything. I-, I would be willing to forego those, or at least push them back to do some of these other ones. Yeah, let's talk about it. <clears throat> we'll figure it out. No, I mean we got a lot of great content. I mean, there's so much to work with. There's just so much to work with. That, uh, at the end of the day. Like, we can go on and on and on. You know what I mean? There's just so much that we could concentrate on. There's so many characters that are interesting. There's so much lore that's, that's like, But as Papa Bizzle would say, oh, coulda, woulda, shoulda. 
You got to do it. You can't just say we are, it's we're there. Chipping away we got to actually we're do away it. At it. We're chipping away at it. We're chipping away at it. So it's a big project we're working on. The Chronicles will continue, my friend. The Chronicles will continue. By the way, uh, Ben Affleck officially done with the Batman role. Shocker of the century. <laughs> I'm excited for the next Batman, then. <sighs> Fuck DC Comics. Fuck them. No Aquaman is their argument. best property. Give me a fucking break. No, Aquaman is the most profitable. It's not the best property. Stupid. Batman ass. is still the best property. I can't believe Clancy Brown voices Savage Press. I mean, he's the mustache twirling old guy villain who pretends to be a good guy, but you know is a bad guy in every role. I mean, literally. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you've seen Daredevil or like, you know, pretty much anything ever. I, what does he have? 300 credits here? He, he's, he, do you know who Clancy Brown is? Yeah. Yeah. The, the voice. The voice for. Uh... Yeah. 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 So, um, all right, dude. Final thoughts. Sorry if I wasn't like so super stoked about those episodes, but the, I, I just. I, yeah. I, I need some hope. Rebellions are built on hope. I think we had some good content. I think there's some good stuff going on there. We have some more work to do. We got, uh, we got work yeah, to man. Do. We'll get into it real soon. Mm-hmm. Real soon. Oh, by we the way, I do have more a episodes. list here that we did talk about uh, a month or so ago about the wider saw thing, which was rebel season three, ghosts of Geonosis, uh, rebel season mm-hmm. four in the name of the rebellion. When he beats verbally beats down Mon Mothma and then steals Sabine and Ezra rebel mm-hmm. rising catalyst, the new Cassian show and plus the comics and then all the Leia stuff with the comics and bloodline. That's what I would love to do. Uh, even if it meant taking two or three extra weeks to like read all the comics and reread the books and the episodes, to do the Saw episodes from Rebels 3 and 4, Rebel Rising Catalyst, Leia, all the Leia and Cassian and Bloodline stuff, I think would be super interesting. Um, we could do that. Down the do road. That. I'd, like to re- I'd like to go back through them again, like knowing that yeah. we were, when we were going to do it. But yeah. 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 Awesome. Awesome. Cool, man. All right, brother. Any, cool, uh, a- any last thoughts? Hey, man, may the force be with you. Stay, stay warm. I'll, I'll see you <laughs> soon, buddy. All right, dude. Well, thanks for being on. Thank you, BizzleCast listeners. As always, we'll be coming back uh, at you hopefully soon with some more Star Wars content. And send me maybe some non-Star Wars content. You and I have really been having trouble, and this will be my final point, and I'll let you go. We've been having trouble nailing down the non-Star Wars content we want to do. It's not that we don't like the same movies, but I think, it, you know what I mean? We have different perspectives as to which ones would yield great commentaries together, maybe? Um, no, I think, I think we'll get them in. I think, I think, I think it, uh, for different reasons, we've been putting some different things off, but I think yeah. Matrix was a really good addition. We just did that. And I uh, love, I love the idea of doing popcorn movies <laughs> like Terminator Genesis because we don't even have to think too much and just go at it. Yeah. Yeah. We can do that. We can do that. Yeah. That I, I do that too. That was your suggestion. Even, that gives totally me a reason to, that gives me a reason to buy it. I love that movie. There you go. All right. Thank you, BizzleCast listeners. We'll be coming back at you soon. Me and Papa Bizzle are bringing you Punisher Season 1 commentaries starting probably in about two weeks or so as we watch Punisher Season 2. Hope everyone is having a great 2019. May the force be with you. But for now, the BizzleCast is out. Oh, no. oh, hey.